Welcome to my podcast, How to Parent Peacefully. Join me, Pamela Query, Certified Hand-in-Hand Parenting Instructor, as I share with you the secrets to parenting with connection, not control. If you're ready to enjoy raising your children by creating a peaceful home where kids want to cooperate and you keep your cool, you're in the right place. You'll be inspired to create a peaceful and playful home without resorting to threats or bribes so that you can create lifelong connected relationships with your kids and support them to be happy, confident and peaceful. Welcome dear parents. Welcome to this week's episode where I am talking about how to explain or how to respond to family, to friends, to maybe possibly strangers who uh, they may be well-meaning or they may be not so well-meaning, but they are commenting on your parenting. Okay, so we, we've probably all heard those comments that we, um, you know, that people direct at us whenever they notice that we are parenting in a different way than maybe what they expect or maybe what they're used to. So they might say things like, oh, you're spoiling him by lifting him up. Um, or oh, you can't let him behave like that. Uh, you, you would never have dared uh, answered back to me like that when you were a child. Your child is out of control. So, um, and this is the thing, whenever we're parenting, whenever we're trying to be gentle parents, it is countercultural. And almost all of us were brought up in a very different culture of parenting, in a culture that believed children needed to be controlled. And this is what we call the domination culture. And it's about controlling each other. It's about these hierarchies and we must control each other. The term that really sums us up for me is that children should be seen and not heard. They don't get uh, their feelings taken into account. They aren't offered the same amount of respect that an adult would. And, you, you know, there are definitely varying degrees of this. And I just want to say that our parents were all doing their very, very best in the culture they were in. Uh, with the resources that they had, with the information they have. And I think it's true to say that every parent loves their child deeply and loves their child as best they can. Um, and, you know, often parents are acting out of love that, that that that's all they know is that, you know, I love my child and I want them to do well in the world. So I need to make sure that they can get by in the world. So I need to teach them how to behave. Um, and that is done through control. So and that's all our parents often knew with the information that they had. So I think it's really important to keep that in mind. Um, and, you know, there are, of course, there's varying degrees. You know, some some of us experience very, very difficult parenting. Um, and our parents, but what our parents were doing, what their best was, um, mightn't have been that great. But I think it's always helpful to look at the circumstances that your own parents were raised in and what they were dealing with and to try and get some some kind of understanding. And it's not about excusing if um, how, how they treated you, but to have some kind of understanding of what the context of that was. Um, and that can help us be empathic towards what was really going on for them. Um, and I know my my own mum, she made a very conscious decision when we were when she became a mum and when we were growing up, not to use physical punishment on us like her own mother did. And that was really a really radical step in those days. It was a big step forward. And I'm so grateful for her that she was able to do that. And she that was her really taking a stand and said, I'm not going to lay a hand on my children. I'm very, very thankful and very grateful for her uh, that, that she was able to, to take that step forward. The thing is that for all of us, uh, when we look back a generation, uh, how, how the world has changed as well, that um, back in our parents' generation, 
they didn't have anywhere close to the same access to information as we do now with the with the internet. There was no internet. I mean, the only parenting books back then, my mum talked about like the, I think it was Dr. Spock. And now that if you look back at that night, it is so outdated. But back then, we need to take it within that context. But back then, that was actually a big improvement on what previous generations were doing. There were no books in previous generations. They um, didn't even think it was worth reading a parenting book. Uh, and and even though Dr. Spock's information was very outdated, I think he was very into, you know, obviously into control, into feeding on the schedule and crying it out and all of those things. Um, but that was actually an improvement on what the... Um, previous generation had, had done and the this generation of parents were actually wanted to improve their parenting and were actually turning to experts in order to do that and um, so I believe that every generation takes like a step forward in their parenting to the best of their abilities um, and I think that that it's important to see our place in that as well that our own children will hopefully be able to go um, another step further further than we could even imagine because we've been we've taken our own step forward and raised them and are, are doing our best to raise them in a gentle and respectful way that they will go a, another step forward that this will come more naturally to them um so and really the principles of gentle parenting to me are about moving away from this control-based system, this domination culture, and instead really focusing on relationship, the parent-child relationship, on attachment, on connection. So it is moving away from this sort of control model towards a relational model, uh, and a model that's not based on punishments and rewards, trying to control our children's behavior through punishments and rewards. Um, and of course, we aren't very good at it because we were raised in an entirely different paradigm, but we're doing our best to rewire our responses, to retrain our default parenting responses. We are um, trying to do things differently. And that really, it does take commitment. It takes um, a conscious effort to parent differently. And it also takes healing. Um, it takes us to, uh, to heal our childhood wounds to become conscious of, of what was difficult for us when we were children growing up and what our emotional wounds are and really been able to heal those so that we're parenting from this place of wholeness and not either like being unconscious and just repeating our parents mistakes or else what happens so much is that we swing the other way and we make a whole new set of mistakes ourselves and there is this middle ground of becoming and it's not like you know you don't like get healed and then you know live a wonderful life it's not like that it's like this process of gradually becoming aware of things that um, were difficult for us and finding ways to heal from those and feel the feelings, uh, feel the pain of that and heal from it and grow from it and learn from it and then be able to parent from that place, it's that middle ground. So, um, so yeah, so perhaps you're committed to gentle parenting as best you can uh, and, you know, hopefully you see your child as a person who is worthy of respect and, you know, you're trying not to use punishments and rewards you're listening to your child's feelings and accepting their full range of feelings instead of shutting them down or punishing them for you know acting out or playing up you're trying to get that deeper understanding of why they are behaving you're getting to the understanding the feelings behind the behavior so that is what 
uh, that is what gentle parenting is to me. And it, you know, it is very different from what's happening around us. And just to say as well, it's often far from perfect. It's not, and for me, it's far from perfect because whenever we were raised in a certain control-based culture, and now we're parenting in this kind of relationship-based way, um, in a gentle and peaceful way, we get it wrong a lot because as soon as things get stressful, as soon as, as soon as things get difficult, we fall back into our old pattern of parenting and many times a day, all the time. So um, it's not about perfection at all, but it's about that intention to do things in a certain way. And by having that culture in your family of, of no blame and no shame, that everybody's doing their best, that we try not to use punishments and rewards. We try and understand what's happening beneath that. But yeah, things get messy, things get stressed. We fall back into our own patterns and then we apologize and we repair. So for me, that's what that's what gentle parenting is all about. And that is really different from what uh, from a lot of the mainstream parenting that's happening around us and how we were raised ourselves. And that's the thing that people notice that people notice that difference and you might get kicked back as a result. Now, it might be strangers in the supermarket, like looking at your child or in a cafe or a restaurant and, and your child is out of control or having a tantrum and the looks of disapproval or maybe the comments of, you know, control your child. Um, or it might be your best friend asking you why you're still breastfeeding and you know you need to you need to do cry it out you need to do some sleep training or you'll never get a good night's sleep or you know it might be your own parents or other close family members and this is probably the most difficult it's, it's most difficult when it comes from those closest to us and especially from when it comes from our parents and um, who perhaps make remarks you know about our children's behavior and you, you know you you wouldn't have dared behave like that as a child you know um with the implication, of course, that your child's behavior is unacceptable, that they are entitled or spoiled or selfish or rude or disrespectful. When in fact, really what's happening is they're just expressing their frustration or their disappointment or their anger uh, in, in a healthy way. And you're okay with that and you're containing that. But from the outside, that might look very different. Uh, and the thing is that when you're putting so much effort into parenting, and so much effort into raising emotionally intelligent, emotionally resilient children. It's really, really hard when other people criticize it without understanding it. Um, you know, strangers, you might be able to tolerate and just, you know, ignore it or brush it off. But family, it can really cut quite, quite close to the bone to get that criticism and that lack of understanding coming from them. Um, and, you know, of course, you might not have anyone around you who's parenting in this way. So you might feel very alone with your choices or you might feel really, really unsure about yourself. Am I doing the right thing? Are my kids going to turn out OK? Or maybe are they going to turn out to be entitled and spoiled and, and disrespectful? But probably if you're here, you know, there's that something inside you that tells you you're doing the right thing. Um, and it's hard to to uh, do things differently than our own parents did um but you know you're driven by this this just this feeling that you're doing the right thing and you're clinging to that belief um and you and you're trusting yourself and that's really important that you trust yourself and your own instinct and how you know how to parent it's you've got that instinct of what uh, what feels right for you um and yeah it's about getting the support to be able to do that so let's talk then about how can you deal with people who criticize your parenting um so i think the first point the first part is is to look at your own responses and your own reactions because usually we have a big response um to 
whenever people criticize our parenting or we, we perceive that our parenting is being criticized. So I think that um, that the first thing to do is to really notice your own reaction in that moment. And if you can, and this is a process and it won't always work like this, but it can be really helpful to take responsibility and um, to take responsibility for what's coming up in you and to deal with your own reactions rather than taking them out on somebody else. So perhaps, you know, your mum like tuts and like makes a comment about your child being feral uh, before you like snap back at her or whatever, whatever your reaction might be, if you can just take a pause and notice the reaction you're having and you might have to come back for it come back to it you mightn't be able to process all of this in the moment but you might be able you might be able to come back later when you've got a bit of time and space to to look at it and to process it and you know often we do one of two things it's like um either we like turn it outwards towards the person who is criticizing us and we can get really angry we can snap at them or you know like, how dare she how dare she speak to me like that or it might be internal we might be we might be getting angry towards them, but we keep that inside or we might like it might come out in in um, uh, in frustration and anger towards that person. Or the other thing we might do is, is like turn it inwards on ourselves. So we might feel a sense of shame. Uh, we might feel like we've uh, lost our parents approval that um, we've let them down somehow. Or we might feel like this sort of self pity, you know, I'm here all alone. Nobody cares about me. Nobody sees me. Nobody understands me. I'm all I'm all alone with this. So um, I think it's really helpful to to notice that reaction, first of all, and you can put a little mental bookmark on it and, and and then maybe revisit it when you have more time to think about it and to process it. And a really great way to do that uh, is through a listening partnership. And um, whenever you've got a, a regular space to bring this to and you put this little bookmark and you go, right, right I want to talk about this. This is what's um, this is what's difficult. I had this big reaction to my mom when she said this, like, what is this about? You can also do it through journaling. You can also do it with your therapist. Um, and but what you can do is what I find really helpful is asking yourself if that feeling, if that anger or that shame or that self-criticism, um, is that a familiar response that you learned in early childhood? You know, um, where does that come from? Where does that, where are those feelings coming from? Where's that big reaction coming from? And the more you can work on that, the more you can release it and let go of it. And then um, perhaps uh, respond from a more balanced and calm place the next time it happens and not from this very triggered reactive place. Um, so that's the first thing is taking care of your own feelings as much as possible first. And that's a process. It's a, a very long process, especially with close family members. Uh, we can get reactive so quickly. Um, so that's something that we're doing all the time behind the scenes, always working on that. And um, the next thing is that, um, I believe that gentle parenting, it isn't just about parenting. It's not just about the parent-child relationship. I believe it's a way of relating to each other um, with respect and with empathy in all our relationships. Um, that we need to live out these values in all of our relationships. Um, you know, not only like part of that is modeling to our children whenever they can see us responding in um gentle and respectful ways towards everybody that we interact with, that they are going to. Um, they're going to learn from that. Um, and then, you know, we're also responding to them with that same respect, to our own children with that same respect uh, that we offer to everybody in our in our lives as much as possible. Um, so 
and that's the thing that's that's this shift that we're, we're we're moving from out of the domination culture and in this domination culture we've been taught to um we've really been taught to notice what we think the other person is doing wrong like i am right you are wrong the problem is you're the problem you're the one who needs to change you need to do something differently and this sets up this real conflict but you know gentle parenting or peaceful parenting or whatever you want to call it is um about coming from a place that each and every one of us is doing our best in that moment. Everybody's deserving of respect and understanding. And just in the same way that we look beyond our children's behavior to the feelings underneath, um, that we can do that in our other relationships. So, um, and that's why we cultivate this kind of empathy for those around us, it, is we understand, we don't take the surface level. So if, if somebody says something critical to us, we don't take that at face value. We look underneath it and we think like, what what feelings or what needs are really driving uh, this response in them? Like, how can we understand that better and really understand their motives coming from a place that this person is doing their best and you know underneath these layers they do care about us and love us so why what is it that's making them behave that way so if they're being really critical of your parenting instead of like rushing to defend yourself you could just pause and think and you know what are they trying to convey here you know maybe they're worried that you're getting it wrong you know maybe they're genuinely worried they don't understand um, and they, or maybe they're really concerned. They see how much you're investing in the relationship with your child and in their emotional well-being. And that takes a lot. It's it's a, it's a huge emotional investment. You know, maybe they're concerned for your well-being and how much you're giving, um, and you know how difficult that is for you. Or perhaps they feel hurt because they didn't parent in that way. And you know, often when uh, parents see their children parenting in a really different way they can take that as um as a criticism of themselves that oh, you know i must have got it wrong or maybe they realize that if they had the information that 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 you have now that they would have parented differently and there can be a lot of guilt um, and a lot of remorse there um that comes out in often you know often people aren't actually able to articulate that and it comes out in more unhealthy ways or the other the other one is the other big one is that maybe they feel really unsafe with big feelings because they were punished for showing them. And if you think back to when your parents were children, like how different the world was then, and they were possibly really harshly disciplined for being upset, for being angry, uh, for being frustrated or grumpy, that they might have been really harshly punished, probably physically punished for that. Um, then whenever our children show these big feelings, they have this memory that it's not safe. It's not safe to show your anger. It's not safe, safe to show your upset and um, that you will be punished for that. So they have this emotional, our parents have this emotional memory of that. And we probably do too. So that whenever our, our children, when we see children expressing these big feelings, it feels to us that it's not safe. So I think it's really important to take into account all those things that might be coming up for whichever this person is that that is criticizing us or making comments about our parenting so if we can show genuine care and really try to understand their perspective uh, in a genuine way if you can cultivate this genuine empathy for what's going on and this curiosity like what's going on for them why are they commenting like this like what is going on beneath this surface what beliefs do they hold around parenting and what beliefs do they hold about how i'm responding 
Um, and if you have that genuine curiosity and empathy and respond from that place, then you will win their hearts. Um, and because often what we can fall into is that we can um, we can start arguing and we can start like defending our position and you know uh, it can we can get into this conflict and you're never going to change anybody's mind whenever you're whenever you come from that place. Uh, but we can we can win people's hearts over by showing them some empathy and understanding, and then you can get much further in actually talking to them about what's happening and and helping them to understand your your standpoint. Whenever you have understood deeply understood where they're coming from, then people are much more open to understanding where you are coming from. So if you can find that empathy within yourself and actually respond from that place. And then, you know, then you can translate their judgmental remarks into the meaning behind. So maybe they're trying to say, I'm afraid I want your child to turn out OK. And this is all I know. And what you're doing doesn't feel safe to me. So you can start to look at your responses. You know, you could maybe say something like, you know, thanks for taking the time to share that with me. I really value your opinion and I'd love to hear more about your experience and your thinking. Because usually when we listen and um, we get to the genuine care that might be driving their comments and remember they really are doing their best you know if they share something with you like you know if i acted like that i'd get a slap around the back of my legs um you could say something like, i'm so sorry that happened to you oh my goodness that is really really difficult um i'm really sorry that's that, that there was nobody there to listen to you and to support you with that um so then once you really listened, you could reflect back to them. You know, I, I hear how concerned you are that I'm parenting differently um, or that I'm making different parenting choices than you did. Um, it isn't a reflection on you. In fact, I'm so grateful for what you provided to me, whatever that is, if there's something that you can be grateful for. And it has to be genuine. And um, if you can find some small things that you're really grateful for. Um, and then whenever you, you reflect that back and then you can come in and say something like, I'd love to share with you more about the way I parent, if you're interested in hearing. Um, and of course, if you aren't feeling empathic towards them or there's a lot of tension, um, you know, you don't have to take their criticism. It, maybe the relationship isn't in that strong place where you're able to empathize and they're able to hear that and they are able to get curious and you're able to have this kind of um, genuine conversation with them. Um, so if there is a lot of tension and there is a lot of conflict, you, you know, it's important to know that you don't have to take that on board. You are absolutely able to set a limit with them as gently and as warmly as possible, just like we do with our children um, or even slightly playfully, perhaps. Um, but you, you can set a limit with them. You know, you could say something like, you know, I would love to talk more about my parenting style, but I'm feeling really overstretched and a bit stressed right now. Children are running around. It's not a good time to talk. So I'll really respectfully ask you not to comment, you know, comment on my parenting style. I'm, I'm doing my best in this moment. Perhaps we can talk about it another time. And, and then that's your chance then to go away and work on those feelings, work on whatever is coming up for you and take responsibility for whatever feelings are coming up and to work on those and heal them and then ne next time you might be able to respond with uh, with calmness and with empathy and you know this i know this is a huge ask especially when it's close family so i'm sending like the deepest compassion to you if you get immediately triggered by family and they are very critical of your parenting it can be exceptionally hard um, but you get to decide if that is the case, you get to decide how much you expose yourself to that. 
you have to take care of yourself so that you can show up and parent in a gentle way. So, you know, you, you get to set a limit maybe on how much you see these people or how much your children are exposed to them. If there is a lot of conflict there, it's okay to say no to that. I can't handle this at the moment. And that, that's the really important thing as well is to really forgive yourself for whatever stage you're at. Be so kind and loving and forgiving of yourself if you do get triggered um, or if you do act defensive that's absolutely okay that's just where you're at at the moment in your parenting parenting is emotionally very draining and stressful and you might not have capacity to deal with anybody else's stuff coming into the equation that's okay you are doing your best and you don't have to defend yourself you don't have to justify your parenting what can really help uh, if that is the case and for everybody is to whenever you're parenting in this way is to surround yourself with a community of like-minded parents who get what you're trying to do and will support you so you're not always having to justify yourselves and just to have that community and have people that really get it um, and make you feel normal in what you're doing and uh, it gives you a lot of um a lot of strength and a lot of determination and, and helps you feel grounded in what you're doing that it's the right thing for you and the right thing for your children um, and that community doesn't have to be in person and um, for so many of us that that's really difficult with big people's busy lives even if there are people around you that are like-minded you might not get to see them very much but you can create an online community you can reach out to people online and um, you can join programs like my peaceful parent school and you've got a, a, a community right there set up and um, ready to go of like-minded parents and that's what that that's what brings so much um richness to that type of program is that you're surrounded by other people who get it and are doing things in the same way you can set up your own listening partnership um and and you know have have a number of listening partners and that you start to build up that community so that you don't feel like the only person in the village who's trying to parent in this way. So thank you for listening. As always, please share with me that any of the struggles you've had with, with this, any of the challenges, any of the wins, any of the successes you've had in dealing with these kind of, of, of uh, comments. I would absolutely love to hear. And thank you for listening today. Would you like to get your kids listening so you don't have to shout and instead you can start enjoying being a parent? Then pop along to my website, pamtheparentcoach.com or follow the link in the show notes to get signed up to my next virtual masterclass. See you next time.